to your safe space, said no founding father ever. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Our forebears came not for gold, but mainly in search of God and the freedom to worship in their own way. We've been a free people living under the law with faith in our maker and in our future. I've said before that the most sublime picture in American history is of George Washington on his knees in the snow at Valley Forge. That image personifies a people who know that it's not enough to depend on our own courage and goodness. We must also seek help from God, our Father and Preserver. Great words. Happy Constitution Day to you. This is the Kate Daly Show. So glad you're tuned in. Uh, you can go to katedalyradio.com for podcasts. That's uh, recordings of this live show that you can share. And also, um, you can email me, kate at katedalyradio.com. You can also email Uncle Milty, unclemilty at katedalyradio.com. That's how easy that is. And, um, uh, of course, on Twitter, it's the Kate Daly Show. On Facebook, it's the Kate Daly Show. You can get a hold of us any way you want. Make sure you're getting over to the website. You'll see a picture that says Balance of Nature on it. Make sure that you are clicking on that and order ordering up for you and your family and making sure that you're getting that great supplement. There's no other supplement like it, and it is absolutely clean, nothing in it except what it says. And I just love a product like that. Um, you're getting exactly what you think you're getting, and that is fruits and vegetables dehydrated down into pill form that you can take every day and get all of those added nutrients. It really is a fantastic product. It comes with a very fantastic drink that helps you regulate your blood sugar and helps you get into shape and, and, uh, and also helps you to um, have a better immune system. A lot of people with uh, um, with immune problems and, I mean, they're getting over something or uh, they just want to keep their health uh, dialed in and tuned up all the time so they can avoid getting sick are taking this product and they take it religiously. I mean, they stand by this product. So make sure you get it and you can get 25% off with the code Kate um, and make sure that you're taking advantage of it right now. It really is that good. I wouldn't be telling you about it if I uh, didn't take it myself and my husband and we didn't love it, I wouldn't be talking about it. Balance of nature. Uh, put in the code Kate though, K-A-T-E, and you'll get that savings, that additional savings. Happy Constitution Day to you. And this is a day that I, I mean, I've heard different fire departments and all kinds of different things are ringing bells or they have some sort of something, you know, this should be the biggest celebration of our land. It's interesting how we have a whole month for pride. We have a whole month for LGBTQ and not an entire month for the Constitution, the founding document that made us unlike anyone else in the world um, that set forth what is what we now know as, as a republic in which the people actually have the say so. You wouldn't believe that when you visit America today. But yes, that is still is the law of the land. It still is, and the, and we can easily look back through our history and see when we cease to follow it. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's so true. And so I want to talk just a, a little bit about that. And and uh, this was kind of interesting to me. During the week of uh, 1721, there was a, a patriot that was born. He was born in Virginia. And uh, this man was not inclined to support the American cause of independence at first. There were a lot of people like this. They did not want the trouble. They did not want to really fight for that because it was a cause they had to join. 
going, right? And uh, But he did. He joined the cause, and he never looked back. And the history books never talk about Edmund Pendleton. Well, who was he? He was born in rural Virginia to a family of very modest means. He suffered a few setbacks early on. His father died when he was born. Pendleton uh, did not receive much in the way of a formal education. And he uh, obtained an apprenticeship with a court clerk when he was a teenager. And then he began climbing the ladder in the legal world. And he was when he was about 20, he passed the Virginia bar, 20 years old. <laughs> Have you met 20-year-olds today? And was practicing as a lawyer. And, uh, you know, he saw the opportunity of America. He grabbed it. How very American of him uh, early on. So Pendleton became a skilled lawyer. He was the ablest man in a debate that I ever met with. And that was that was said by George by Thomas Jefferson. He said he was the ablest man in debate that he had ever met with. And he was soon uh, soon serving his community in a lot of ways. He was a justice of the peace, a member of the Virginia House of of, of Burgesses. He was a member of the First Continental Congress. And uh, once on the stage of of, uh, of Virginia public life, Pendleton never left it. He attained every single office he aspired to, never lost an election. Uh, He didn't immediately see the need for independence, though. And he actually feared that violent, fiery sentiments were going to plunge us into all of these rash measures. And he changed his mind by 1776. He was really supportive of the move to independence. In fact, he was president of the Virginia Convention when that body directed the representatives to, you know, present as a resolution calling for independence. So he's known for, Pendleton's known for continued public service before and after the revolution. He helped write new laws for Virginia state government. He helped to establish an independent judiciary. He served as the president of the Virginia ratifying convention and on the court of appeals. And then after the new United States government was established, Pendleton became worried about how some of the aspects of the constitution were playing out that early on. Right. And, yep. uh, you know, it's funny to think back because I think a lot of people go, oh, it just was swimming. It went swimmingly after they put <laughs> after they put in a constitution. Not so. In 1801, he published a piece entitled The Danger Not Over, warning readers about the changes that needed to be made if America was going to maintain her liberty. And this was mm-hmm. clear back, clear back during that time. Can you, can you imagine 1801? Wow. No, it, it's never been a picnic. It's never. It hasn't since liberty, the ink was dry. Liberty is not something that just happens. It, it's a constant effort. Mm-hmm. Constant it effort. It is. And and here he was writing about it, and he was saying, if you want to remain free, you better listen up. That's how. That's how serious they were about watching what was already taking place right after the the ink was drying. Yep. So he said this. He said, much mischief may be done under an unwise administration, or that even the most valuable parts of the Constitution may be evaded or violated. And he proposed a few amendments, such as the presidential term limits, subjecting senators to removal by their constituents, and forming some check upon the abuse of public credit, which, though in some instances useful, like fleets and armies, may, like those, be carried to extremes dangerous to liberty and inconsistent with an economical government. Wow, so prophetic. And so um, a lot of his suggestions were never taken, although presidential term limits were implemented in the mid-1900s. Pendleton passed away uh, not too long after that in 1803, but I mean clear up until when he was um, when he was just about to leave this world. He was fighting for the Constitution, and uh, I thought that was kind of a, a kind of interesting when you look back in that time and we don't think of it like that. No. 
And it's not even under attack like it is right now. And it's it's a shame Mm -hmm. that we no longer teach this history. I know. Now, for those of you who do Mm want to learn this history... I can only recommend Chris Ann Hall's site. I know. She know. Has, She's fantastic. She, it's an awesome site to learn this history that you're talking about right now. Absolutely. And, uh, and of course, you know, um, you have uh, um, um, Benjamin Franklin. This is what Benjamin uh, Franklin said, and I thought this was really neat. He said... Uh, after uh, after after weeks of the effort of of penning uh, these documents, he said, uh, "The small progress we have made after four or five weeks is melancholy proof of the imperfections of human understanding. I have lived, sir, a long time, and the longer I live, the more convincing proofs I see of this truth that God governs the affairs of men." And he cited the Bible. And he said, if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, it is, prob- is it probable that an empire can rise without his aid? He said, we've been assured, uh, sir, in the sacred writings that except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. I firmly believe this. And I also believe that without his concurring aid, we shall succeed in building uh, in, in a political building no better than the builders of, um, of uh, Babel. That was Benjamin Franklin. And it's true. When we talk about the swamp, you know, we do so jokingly a lot. And we say, you know, it's the swamp. It truly is a swamp for a reason. And it's because we, we've been building the federal government, the powers of the federal government, so big um, that we need to be really aware that as we have, as we have, as a public have allowed that to happen, um, the swamp is a swamp for a reason, and that's because a long time ago they stopped remembering what, what their powers were, and they started implementing all the powers that they wanted. And then the people started saying, we want, we want even more. We want to be taken care of. We want you to decide things for us. If we were a nation of people that, that believed in a little bit more self-governance, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Uh, we wouldn't be talking about it or referring it, about it uh, or to it as a swamp all the time. That's right. Um, and so uh, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the Militia Act, because a lot of people don't understand what that was all about. But I do I do think that we're missing this. We are we are surely missing this in our society. We don't understand this. We have a lot of secretive things going on. We have no transparency. Um, and uh, we have a lot of, of issues at hand that are affecting our daily life. If we understood, if we truly understood what the Constitution meant, then I think that the people would get a little bit more empowered to fight for self-governance and also accountability. I really do. We just have to get there somehow, some way. <laughs> I believe it can happen. But I, I look around the country, don't you, Uncle Milty? And aren't you kind of surprised that, that, that we don't have a bigger thing on the Constitution in our schools and what have you? I, I am very surprised, but I also... Uh... You know, I I do worry that unless we get something done here pretty quick, it'll it'll be too difficult to get back. Yeah. Yeah, cuz what they've done is instead of just violating the constitution, they have taught people a different meaning of the constitution yeah. and they have uh you know abused it so in that the people are so brainwashed into thinking that all these new revelations about the about the constitution exist and how the government should be they've convinced people most of the violations when we talk about violations mm-hmm. of the constitution most of them involve 
government getting involved in social issues. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where most of the problem is. Yep. And our youth don't know the difference. You know, they use the word democracy so much that the youth don't realize we're a republic. And nobody corrects it. Nobody corrects it. Never. We talk about it a lot. It is given in speeches a lot as a democracy. Oh, the only the only democracy we have is the is the voting in of the representation of the republic. It's a republic. A uh, democracy can cause so much damage. And when the young people hear that, when they look up democracy mm-hmm. in the dictionary, what it tells them is. If you're in the majority, you can tell everybody else what to do. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of manipulative yeah. uh, groups. We have a lot of um, uh, people that want more rights than others. We have all kinds of situations going on in America that are affecting our daily life. And we got to get this one thing straight, and that is the understanding behind why the Constitution was written the way it was written. If we can get behind that and we can understand why it was written the way it was written... Then we have a chance. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi, guys. It's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right. No more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. Right now at Best Mattress, get a free adjustable base when you buy a queen mattress for $599 or more. We've got the brands you know and trust. Serta, Sealy, Beautyrest, Stearns & Foster, and Tempur-Pedic. Hurry in now to Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. This is John mowing the lawn back and forth, back and forth. This is Mary sitting in rush hour traffic and sitting... And this is Fred. Fred's typing on his computer for a very long time. If your theater of life needs an upgrade, head to the Utah Shakespeare Festival. All nine dynamic plays of it, right next to Utah's famous national parks. The Tony Award-winning Utah Shakespeare Festival. It's the greater escape, and you know you need one. Visit bar.org for tickets. Balance of Nature. Changing the world, one life at a time. Can I say something about the product? Yeah, of course. It changed my life. (laughs) <laughs> I'm 86, and my husband has Alzheimer's, and taking care of him was just killing me. And then I heard on the radio all about balance of nature and how it would increase my energy. It's increased my brain. It's just, thank you, thank you, thank you. You've changed my life and give me hope, and I appreciate your help. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of balance of nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week supply of balance of nature's fruits and veggies. With these discounts, you will still receive free shipping on every order. Call 800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code CANYON. 
Are you hitting your deadlines? It's crunch time, and you've been told that countertops are another three weeks out. Does making your deadlines seem impossible? At Bedrock Quartz, our turnaround time from template is eight days. That's right, eight days, not weeks or months. From a remodel to new construction, you can start hitting your deadlines today with Bedrock Quartz. For beautiful quartz, granite, or marble countertops that are built for your future, call Bedrock Quartz or bedrockquartz.com. Apple, Amazon, Google, great things can come out of a garage. And over at Garage Doors Only, we make sure your garage doors are in the best possible working order. We service, repair, and install garage doors and openers. Give us a call at 435-868-1200 or come see us at our showroom at 689 North Bluff. Check out our reviews by Googling Garage Doors Only. And let's make great things happen in your garage this year. This is Lorray, and I want to tell you about my experience at Red River Health and Wellness and how they changed my life for the better. For years, I had dealt with injuries that didn't heal properly. Fatigue, depression, in general, just not feeling right. I assumed this is how people my age felt and that I would have to deal with it. That was until I had my free consultation with Red River. They conducted detailed medical testing that no other doctor had ever done for me. They gave me answers, and then they created a plan specific to me. Not a plan for everyone else. A plan just for me. What are you dealing with? Fatigue, depression, anxiety, digestive problems, something else? Why not call Red River Health and Wellness for your free consultation? You have nothing to lose except for those symptoms that are making your life miserable. Call them, 767-9355. That's 767-9355. Or check them out online at redriverhealthandwellness.com. Red River Health and Wellness, chiropractic physicians. Adding fractions is nothing. For real? Look, these are denominators. You multiply this one so that it's the same as that, then you add them up. Man, that's easy. Charles Bennett dreamed of returning to the old neighborhood as a teacher. But without money for college, only half of his dream came true. He's back in the old neighborhood. Well, enough math. I got to deliver these sandwiches. Please support the United Negro College Fund. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. A message from the UNCF and the Ad Council. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. White with God bless America, my home sweet home. Love it. Kate Smith. Remember the PC war on Kate Smith uh, a little while back? That's why we play it proudly. <laughs> I hate that kind of hate being bullied into, into playing something or not playing something in that case. Give me a break. Uh, she did a great rendition back in the day. So that was uh, actress uh, Kate Smith. Anyway, singer Kate Smith, w- welcome back to the show. And uh, I'm glad that you're tuning in. It's Constitution Day. And this show likes to talk about the Constitution a lot because we have such a Oh, a bad understanding of it in general, I think. Don't you think? Yeah, to say the least. To say the least. It probably stems from a lot of our our, uh, issues, I I would guess. I think it's because people are, number one, they're taught to be afraid of it. Mm -hmm. And nobody really pushes or impresses on them the resources that are available to help you understand why the Constitution says what it says. Yeah, and we were talking in the previous hour about all of the papers that identified that the federal government wasn't supposed to have anything to do with health care, religion, education, um, uh, criminal uh, court system. I mean, 
all kinds of things, and they've given themselves all of the all of these powers, all these powers that they don't have. It'd be like somebody walking into your home and then starting to parent and telling you how to do things, and you're you're thinking, "But you don't even live here." This is how we should actually react to the federal government, but we don't. We we sort of take it in stride and think that they should be a part of everything. As a matter of fact, one of those mm-hmm. powers that they've taken is going on today. Yeah. And where they have dragged a private citizen into into the House, into mm-hmm. Congress, to interrogate him. Because these committee members on mm-hmm. the Judicial Committee think they have the right to do that. Yeah. They don't. Nope. No, they don't. They really don't. Um, but we we don't understand that they don't have those powers. The federal government, you know, hoisted themselves up as this uh, as this uh, you know instigator of, of uniform policies around the country, and then the people haven't stopped it. And so this is why we're at where we are today. This is why you have people on a stage um, that think the role of president is emperor because. <laughs> I'm going to get into your health care, what you eat, how you eat healthy. I'm going to get into uh, your education. I'm going to get into all of these things that they have absolutely no place to be. And one of the most misunderstood things also is the uh, the right to keep and bear arms. And when it comes up to a debate, um, and man, don't you just wish that some of these people, oh, yes, we're going to take all their all their weapons. Um, you know, what was it? Wasn't that uh, um, uh, O'Rourke? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, in the last debate, they finally are playing their hand. Yes. They want to not just infringe the Second Amendment. They want to wipe out the Second Amendment. Yeah. And uh, and so nobody really understands this uh, about a, a well-regulated militia and the right to bear and, and keep arms. And they think it only applies to the National Guard. But they... They come to this conclusion, and this is from the Tenth Amendment Center, by the way. They come to this conclusion based on the first clause of the Second Amendment. It says this, a well-regulated militia being necessary of the security of a free state, but even if that clause limited the right to keep and bear arms to militia members, and it doesn't, those who make the National Guard-only argument don't understand what the militia actually was at the time. And there was an article um, written that kind of summed this up, and this actually came from George Mason during the Virginia Ratifying Convention. So listen up. Mr. Chairman, a worthy member, has asked who are the militia if they be not the people of this country. And if we are not to be protected from the fate of Germans and Prussians by our own representation, I ask, who are the militia? They consist now of the whole people, except for a few public officers. The whole people. But I cannot say who will be the militia of the future day. And if that paper on the table gets no alteration, the militia of the future day may not consist of all classes, high and low and rich and poor. Practically speaking, the whole people generally meant all able-bodied white men, right? The point of the militia wasn't a select military force. (laughs) It wasn't like your SEAL team. It was a defense force made up of just the general population. That way you were represented in numbers because there were so many um, as, you know, in in, uh, relation to how many people were in government, right? And so, in fact, part of the reason the Second Amendment was even proposed 
was to ensure that people at large would not be disarmed and replaced by a select militia. It was the whole reason they didn't, they wanted the militia to be made up of people and not some SEAL team. Yeah. So I expand, <laughs> so there's a, there's an expansion on this argument, but there's one piece of evidence that further sort of undermines the National Guard only narrative. The Militia Act of 1792 were some of the first bills passed by the first Congress. The Militia Act was passed in May 1792, and it defines militia in a way that supports the broader understanding of the term used by Mason in the uh, ratification debates. And it said, be it enacted by the state and the House of Representation of the uh, Representatives of the United States of America in Congress assembled that each and every free, able-bodied white male citizen of the respective states, because you have to go back in time and not view things from a 2019 pair of goggles Mm -hmm. um, when you're reading this, um, of the respective, because these were the landowners typically at the time, of the respective states uh, resident therein, who is or shall be at the age of 18 or under the age of 45. Um, shall severely and respectively be uh, severally and respectively be enrolled in the militia by the captain or commanding officer of the company who's within bounds such citizens shall reside and that within 12 months after the passing of this act and it shall at the time hereafter be the duty of every such captain or commanding officer of a company to enroll every such citizen as aforesaid and all those who shall from time to time arise, arise at the age of 18 or be in the age of 18. Um, and so every citizen uh, so enrolled and notified uh, shall within six months thereafter provide himself a good musket a su- or, or firelock, a, su- a sufficient bayonet and belt, two spare flints and a knapsack and a pouch and a box therein to contain not less than 24 cartridges. Boy, Nancy Pelosi and all those yeah. people would just be aghast. Kamala Harris. 24 cartridges. I know. Holy oh. moly. And a powder horn, uh, 20 balls suited to the bore of his rifle and a quarter of pound of powder and shall appear so armed. See how he says it? And appear and shall appear so armed, uh, accrued and provided that when called to exercise or into service, except that when called out on company days to exercise only, he may appear without a knapsack. So to appear loaded, locked and loaded all the time. And that the commissioned officers officers shall uh, severally be um, armed with a sword or hanger. And uh, after five years of the passing of this act, all muskets with arming the militia, as herein required, shall be of bores sufficient for balls of the 18th part of a pound. And every citizen so enrolled in providing himself with arms, ammunition, and accruements, uh, and uh, required as the foresaid. So... You know what's interesting is back in the day, did people steal from people, Uncle Milty? Do you think people went into homes to steal from people? Rarely, mm-hmm, but it happened. It happened, but rarely. Okay. Um, and so, do you notice that it doesn't say anything about just having it there for a robbery? Did people hunt back in the day? Yeah. Oh, every yes, day. Yes. Yes. They day. hunted all the That's time. How they fed them. It's interesting that <laughs> it didn't say that this was only for hunting. It didn't say that. It said that they wanted a people that shall appear. Locked, loaded, and ready to go so that to so, keep the government in its place had nothing to do with hunting, had nothing to do with somebody coming into your home to take something. And just for self-defense, it had everything to do. And the entire thing was about arming yourself so that you could not be a people that was overrun by its government. Defend yourself. Yeah. And yet in this day and age, what is that? The left dialed it down to it's for hunting and it's for self-defense and you can't even have it for that. 
Yeah. It's but, interesting. But of course they have no intention of trying to rule us. Oh, no, not at all. So here's the deal. Pretty much every able-bodied free man was part of the militia, and it required all men between the ages of 18 and 45. And the debate over the militia is a bit overplayed. Preservation of state militias made up of the whole body of the people was certainly part of the uh, impetus that led to the ratification of the Second Amendment. But the right to keep and bear arms wasn't exclusively attached to militia service. It was part of the broader natural right of self-defense and that the text of of the Second Amendment makes it clear that the right to, to keep and bear arms applied to everybody. So it was about self-defense. It was about defending your family um, for anything that came to your door. Okay. And it was also about making sure that the government didn't tread on you. That was the whole point. Um, and of course, you're going to use them for hunting. Of course, that was a given. Um, but uh, but it was ridi- it's ridiculous in this day and age how we how we try to, to paint it and put it in a corner. Um, and not some of the people, all of the people. And that why that's why it was necessary, because the militia virtually included all free men. And so um, so there's there's a lot here as far as what we don't understand why what the why the why don't we get this that it was to even appear this way so that the government would always know this is the reason we have one percent under one percent gun violence in this country is because we have gun ownership in this country (laughs) so so simple one of the reasons our youth doesn't get this Mm -hmm. is because they are so far separated now from totalitarianism. Mm-hmm. You know, they right. didn't live through any of that. Yeah. They're yeah. not aware. They don't believe in some of those stories even that people tell. I know. I know. Or they are. They're just, you know, they're told to think of it as something in the past. You yes. know, that was for that time. Not when people like had that anymore. Muskets. You know, I don't. I, <laughs> and it's so funny. They don't go to the why. They just go to dialing in on the type of. Of gun, right? Um, you should have a gun that is um, the equivalent of what your government has. Truly, absolutely. <laughs> There's no reason that you shouldn't, because that would that would actually tell you why you have it. Right? And their main argument today mm-hmm. is, as Beto said, <laughs> they should. You Jeez. shouldn't have military style weapons. You don't need military style weapon. No, you actually you do. Yeah. Because that guy's going to be coming at you with mm-hmm. an M. 16. Right. right. Or an M4. And so they don't ever go to the why. They only want to dial in and and infringe based on their version of the Second Amendment, on what they think the Second Amendment was for. And to dial it in to say that this was only good in the late 1700s, not good today. It was the whole principle and concept behind a people for the very first time running their government and how they were going to keep it and how they were going to do it. And so I, this is why I wanted to, to go over this again, because when we think of militia now, a lot of people think of these radical groups or the only groups that are, that isn't true. It was supposed to be the embodiment of all people to, um, to appear as, as locked and loaded and ready to go. So you knew you couldn't mess with them. A people who just freed themselves <laughs> from a tyrant. Yes, yes. I mean, that's so important, I think. And and so on this uh, Constitution Day, to understand the why, this is why 
this is why you'll, you won't see this very often in, a, in, in public education is going to the Federalist Papers, the Cox Papers, all the papers describing why they felt it was so important. If, if people got that understanding, then the Constitution, they could never say it only applied to a certain time because the whole thing's principles. So uh, the principles of liberty and freedom, the whole entire document is freedom. It's principles. And you won't, uh, um, if you don't know the why, then, then you won't understand what a principle is. I guess. Uh, then you then you won't seek to understand why we do the, why we had it, why they spent so much time on it. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. Just imagine an all-inclusive resort experience in sunny St. George, an 18-hole championship golf course, tennis courts, restaurant, swimming pool, and drinks served to you as you're lounging at the pool. Sound like a dream? It's reality at the brand new nightly rental Bloomington Villas at Bloomington Country Club. These new villas are now selling starting at $399.9. For more info, visit BloomingtonVillas.com. The St. George Lions Club presents the 85th Annual Dixie Roundup Rodeo, September 19th, 20th, and 21st. Tickets are on sale now at the St. George Lions Club across the street from the Sun Bowl on 100 South. Tickets also available at the gate. Three incredible nights of rodeo action. Kids night on Thursday, pink night Friday, and the finals on Saturday. Incredible concessions, plus the world-famous rodeo hot dogs and nachos. Don't miss the parade Saturday morning starting at 9 a.m. Come support a Southern Utah tradition at the historic Dixie Sun Bowl put on by the St. George Lions Club. All money support our local community. For more information, log on to stgeorgelions.com. The 85th Annual Dixie Roundup Rodeo, September 19th, 20th, and 21st. Sponsored by Budweiser Bud Light, Cash Valley Bank, Dats Trucking, IFA Country Stores, John Ames Remax, Christy Diesel, Larson Plumbing, LB Equine, MRW Design, Rock Canyon Bank, Staley Farms, Stout Roofing, Dixie Lumber, Watts Construction, and 99.9 Coney country. Hi, this is Linda Weller, and I'm here to tell you about Inside Out Hyperbaric Oxygen Therapy. When I first moved here, I was very sick, pretty much couldn't function. I had been exposed to toxic mold. I was extremely active. I could do multiple things, multiple activities in one day, and then I went literally from that to barely being able to get out of bed. Some of the symptoms are breathing issues, brain fog, heart palpitations, and also fatigue, meeting with Ryan 
Ryan was wonderful because he also was exposed to toxic mold. So I finally found someone that understood. Finding Inside Out hyperbaric oxygen therapy kind of put my mind at ease. I started going on a weekly basis. I started feeling like I had more energy. I could breathe better, that I could think more clearly. I really want to be bulletproof now. I would definitely recommend Inside Out. Inside Out hyperbaric and wellness, bringing out the best in you. Living in southern Utah means it's hot. That's why you need Stuart Awning. Experts building shade in the desert for more than 40 years. With help from our design professionals, Stuart Awning will transform your backyard into a summer paradise. We've helped families for decades enhance their outdoor living at home, always at a great price, leaving you completely satisfied. Take advantage of our always free and prompt estimates. We are the shade experts. Before you buy an awning, always get a quote from Stuart Awning. Find them today at stewardawning.com. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. No matter your situation, Bank of Utah Home Loans can help with the right home loan for you. Call Brian and the Bank of Utah Home Loans team today, 435-986-7221. Bank of Utah Home Loans, helping you grow no matter what stage of life you're in. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. Copiersforsale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today? So I wanted to share my husband's success with Red River Health and Wellness. My husband was experiencing unexplained weight gain, fatigue, his hair was thinning. He was kind of a huge pain to be around. We didn't know what was going wrong. Red River literally changed our lives. They worked with our primary physician, diagnosed him with Hashimoto's disease, and structured a dietary plan that he still follows today. Everyone's happy now. I have my husband back, and he's better than ever. Call today for a free consultation, 855-55-RIVER. RedRiverHealthAndWellness.com. Chiropractic Physicians. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. By the dawn's early light, what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and Um, I even hate to interrupt it, but I got to. <laughs> uh, today is Constitution Day, and I was I was listening. You know, I'm listening to the lyrics of this song, and the fight that ensued to get this to get this country our separation um, from British rule. And here we are living in a time when we live longer. We have ways to communicate we never had before. We have so many abilities and so many gifts at our fingertips. And what have we done with it? (laughs) 
what have we done with it? You know, back in the day, these people died early on. Oh, they yeah. did not live long lives. And, uh, you know, you spent your time doing the things that matter. We we're just talking about a guy that was a lawyer by the time he was 20. You know, you you made you had to make those years count. And now that we have more time on our hands and we're able to do all of these things, able to communicate with each other, able to educate. And what are we doing with it all? Drinking beer. <laughs> Drinking beer, watching football, uh, golfing, you know, and it's not to say those things are bad things. It's just how much of our time is preoccupied by those things. And we don't fight anymore for this country. We, we don't fight for our liberty. We, we ask the government to come and save us. We don't put business before pleasure. Mm-hmm. That's our problem. Yeah. And this, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a great thought. And this is, uh, this is the business of the day. And our country's kind of coming apart at the seams because of this, because we we haven't adhered to this to these principles, and now we find ourselves really at this other end of what's going on. You were just talking about NYU, and I, we have to relay this to you because it's this is such a typical thing of this day and time right now that we're in, filled with ignorance <laughs> and emotion. But what was this course at NYU? So Lauren Dukas, mm-hmm. a, a writer had mm-hmm. a course at NYU right. entitled The Feminist Journalist. Oh, and the students went into this course and started complaining. And they actually ended up filing a, an official complaint with the university. They said, <laughs> they said, we are disappointed that the department and NYU as an institution would hire a professor without a syllabus Without classroom management skills, we are disappointed that they hired a professor without a clear course objective. They said we had to band together to teach each other things, so we weren't the subject of her wrath. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And this was a feminist teaching, feminist feminist, studies. Right. A feminist class. Mm -hmm. And they took it because of the title. Mm -hmm. And what it turned out to be was this egotistical nutcase who wanted to stand up and, and tell how great she was and not really teach a thing. Oh, my gosh. First of all, NYU couldn't vet that she didn't have anything. Apparently <laughs> not. And I don't even want to know what that would have even looked like had she constructed it. But um, because a course like this, you can pretty much get from the title where it's going to go. Right. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that ignorance and emotion brought her to NYU <laughs> to teach this non-course of a course, right? And there are people that signed up for that, wanting to get schooled on uh on feminism. They the students described her mm-hmm. course as a waste of 6 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> she treated foreign students disrespectfully. Wow. I mean just a piece of work it sounds well, like. Well, I'm you know me. I can't stand the feminism movement because it's done for all the wrong reasons, but um, it's it's rage and emotion and um, and an absolute annihilation from of the family. So I can't I, I'm not for uh, the feminism movement. I, I can't stand what they do and um, uh, what they've become, the political action group that they've become, a lot of political actions group, action groups uh, in this day and age. And 
You know, I, I think of the founders and if they could visit this time in history to see what we have done with this, to as as everybody's running around saying that the document, the Constitution is um, is open. It, it's 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 open for reinterpretation every five minutes. And 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 that um, these the we've elected all these officials that absolutely haven't read it, don't care about it, could care less about it. They care about they care about interest groups. And, and so that's how they. That's how they like to govern. Um, has nothing to do with the Constitution. And everybody's got a, their little piece, their little cog in the wheel of, of, of making this happen that we're living in today. And they did their little, you know, cog in the wheel piece, not thinking that it was going to affect a lot of people what they were doing. And all along the way, we've had we've had all these principles hijacked from the from the Constitution and how sad that's been. And and I do, you know, the, the good news is that you can always learn about it. You can always learn about That's it. Right. There have been so many great pieces. And, and so can we please read the Federalist and Non-Federalist papers? Can we please read all the documentation that was written that described why we were doing what we were doing in the Constitution? That'd be great, for starters. Yeah, In a matter of a couple of months, you can go yeah. through the entire Constitution and the Federalist and Anti-Federalist papers. Yes. It, it's not yeah. that difficult. And you can learn that the Feds um, started taking over education and religion and and. Uh, and health care and the courts and, and everything else. I mean, now you can be tried twice, right? Statewide mm, sure, and federal-wise, sure. um, which is, is, is really sad. And a lot of it, a lot of them did that, extended their power through interstate commerce, blaming everything on interstate co- commerce so they could, they could take their little piece of the pie. But also the strings attached. The states feel like, uh, you know, the states are taking the strings. They're, they're um, getting the money from the feds. The uh, feds are, are are taking the money in ways they were never supposed to be uh, involved in. So then they give the money back to the states with strings attached to uphold this federal government. And so even the states don't understand the state's duties, the state's rights, what what, what the states have uh, going for them. So that, that the, the reason we're bringing this up is there's just so much education to be had on why that's so important. You know, even when it comes to the wall, the state should build their portion of the wall. Yep. <laughs> um, all of America could get in on that action uh, as far as uh, paying for it. But the state should be paying and putting up their piece of the wall. Um, it's kind of interesting how we never talk about that. We rely on the feds to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I get self-defense and I get the, you know, the meaning of that, too. And when I was talking in the last segment, the self-defense, I was talking about self-defense of you and your family, but also the mutual self-defense of the country with the militia, by the way. Go ahead. I think it's uh, people have to start understanding how independent and sovereign the states are. Mm hmm. And how easy it is for us to say, hold it. Right. You are way out of bounds here. Yeah. And we're not going to do that. Yeah. And what are they going to do? They can't, they're not going to go to war with us. <laughs> right. Right. I, I totally get that. And I think that we, we just have a, uh, we have a problem. Um, we have a big problem with with understanding what a principle means and wanting the government to step in every five minutes to solve the problems that we could solve ourselves. We could solve them through business. We can solve them ourselves um, if through families and neighborhoods. We want the government to come in. And as long as we're asking, they're very much <laughs> proudly going and willingly going to come in and solve our problems for us. Well, that's because for everything mm-hmm. that costs a dollar, they can tax us 10 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so on this Constitution Day, I hope that we that we educate ourselves. It's kind of like when I was talking about red flags and what that kind of dials down to. Red flag is not about safety. It's about a more sinister um, uh, control mechanism. Um, it's an infringement um, on the rights of the people. Uh, that's what red flag has always stood for. And they've always done it in the name of safety. Um, but but it meant something different even in the 1800s than it does today uh, with, with what's going on with the Second Amendment. We've got to understand all those things. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Oh, just in time. Mm-hmm. I, I was just wondering if you heard what Dana Lash talked about earlier. I haven't. Today. I didn't, actually. Uh, the, the, the the Congress was holding a thing on red flags mm-hmm. on Monday. Mm-hmm. And this one congressman, a Republican from Colorado, inserted into the bill that all known gang members would be put on the red flag list. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats immediately said, well, you might be violating their rights. <laughs> <laughs> not anyone so else, shows, just the gang the members. It's not about crime or violence. It's yeah. about controlling people. Yep. Yep, you're exactly They've given up right. on the cities, the inner cities. They could care less what happens there. That's right. They want to get them from us because they know yeah. we're the ones they got to step over to get their programs through. Yep, exactly right. Thank you. And both sides of the aisle are for this. They all think they have to do something, and those oh, are the yeah. most dangerous words from a politician is, well, we all know, we can all agree that we have to do something. No, they don't have to do anything. They don't have to do anything. Crime is still, gun crime is still under 1%, well under 1%. They don't have to do a thing, and they wouldn't even have to do anything even if it rose a little bit. They would not still have to do anything, but they keep giving themselves that power and then telling everybody that everybody agrees on that notion. And that's a great manipulative tactic right there. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. I threw the child a cinder block. Because I felt I should do something. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love it when he calls. It's like yeah. it's like Jack Handy thoughts. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, and, and and you'll notice if you guys start to roll tape on a lot of these politicians, they'll always start there. See, we can all agree. We can we all agree. I hate that. We have saber. to do something, um, and uh, we have to do something about school violence. Really. Because when the stats, the boy, they're using every every stat they can without it even being school violence to conjure up those numbers. Mm-hmm. So those numbers are still radically low and um, not what uh, it's just what it is, is it's an invitation for them to come in and, and manipulate us on the fact that they have to be more present in our lives. The government does almost everything they claim mm-hmm. is some sort of a crisis mm-hmm. involves less than one percent of the population. So true. Oh, it's so true. Um, we need uh, to restrict this power. We absolutely have to restrict um, uh, the, the, these powers that they think they have. When I see Congress people that are only elected by a small body of their of of their you know state, and I see them running around the world trying to deal with foreign powers, they have absolutely no business doing that. I see I see all of our money going into uh, not all of it, but a big portion of it going into NGOs, non governmental agencies out in the world. I see I see um, so many abuses of the interstate commerce. I see so many abuses of the federal court system um there's just there's there's a long laundry list of abuse and Hmm. if the people don't call it out it's not like the government's ever going to give up anything 
they've never given something up. That's just not how they work. That's right. just not how power works. So they only know how to impede. They only know how to uh, extend their power. They don't know how to limit themselves. So, um, uh, so that's why exactly why the people have got to remind them um, that they don't have power that they think they do. I oftentimes see them as very busy, busy bodies. Very busy, busy bodies. It's kind of like city councils and state governments. Very busy in all the affairs of men. They are not supposed to be in all the affairs of men. (laughs) But they're very busy. They're very busy. Um, I'd almost prefer that they take up golf to get out of our hair from trying to enact things that affect our daily lives and restrict our freedoms. And they all want to give, put their name on some sort of piece of something that regulates the people. And it's like this badge of honor. They got their name on a bill or they get their name on a, on a regulation or a new law. And then they say, I'm, I'm contributing. I'm helping the people. Yeah, you're helping us right into slavery. You're not helping us. Stay back. And it's a hard lesson to learn when you have power, isn't it? Yep. I don't see, I've, I don't know that I've ever seen somebody limit themselves. Have you? <laughs> We're trying to think. <laughs> Give us an hour. No, um, I don't think so. Hmm. Nope. Um, so it's, it's really important that the people do it and that the people have to know what to do. They have to know where the power line exists. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like your property line between, property line between neighbors. You all know where that line exists. If the, if, the, if the neighbor started saying the line was moving, you'd call them out, wouldn't you? Absolutely. But we don't do it with government. It's kind of interesting. Um, there's, a, there's a room for government. There's a place for it. It's sure just not in is. every place of our lives. Uh, be faithful. Be fearless. Thanks, Uncle Melty. You're mm-hmm. a true gem. Thank and, you. And uh, full of wisdom is he. Anyway, I feel like an Irish. <laughs> an Irish quote. Full of wisdom is he. Everybody have a great night. See you back here tomorrow. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Weekday afternoons, rub shoulders with trusted voices of truth and insight. The American Mutsos Show with Eric Mutsos. The Read Hour with Lawrence W. Reed. Loving Liberty with Brian Hyde. The Liberty Effect with Ammon Bundy. And Stranger Than Fiction with Ralph DeLugas. Right here on the Loving Liberty Radio Network.